0: Red alert, red alert, all hands to the Battle Station. Hello there everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host Tucker, and today I want to talk about a ship that many folks don't see as anything more than a shelf decoration, but that I think has a lot of potential. The oversized board cube with sphere port Cube 384. Cube 384 is a Borg Cube class ship sporting 6 attack, 0 defense, 10 hull and 10 shields for a cool 52 points. Its only actions are target lock, scan and regenerate, but its upgrade bar features two Borg, one tech, two weapons and one crew. It's got the typical 360 degree range 1 to 2 firing arc native to all Borg geometric shapes but it's movement is a little unusual. The dial shows green one and two forward and one spins, white three and four forward, two and three spins and one and two comeabouts, I'll explain that in a second and red five and six forward and three comeabouts. But since oversized ships don't have a rear notch, the cube simply moves the base along the length of the template forward. And then if applicable spins. Its reverse maneuvers are actually 180-degree spin maneuvers, meaning the cube moves forward and then turns around, so, effectively, they're comeabouts. The unique ability on Cube 384 is the cherry on top of all this madness. It simply says, your shields cannot be affected by upgrades from an opponent's fleet. There are a ton of advantages to this thing. First of all, it's the toughest ship in the game. Just as an example, it's got the combined durability of more than three generic Constitution classes put together, and there's basically nothing your opponent can do to get through those shields besides shoot them down. It's also got the Borg's requisite six attack dice, as well as enough upgrade slots to fill pretty much all of your needs. And one of those slots can be filled with the amazing Borg Support Vehicle Dock, which can only go on this class of ship. The cube is also surprisingly fast and nimble despite its size. Because it doesn't move ahead of its movement templates the same way other ships do, by slotting them into the rear notch, it's better at tight maneuvering than almost any other ship in the game. Finally, that big base means that it's easy to keep slower enemies in range for a long while, and extremely easy to make them bump, whereas the only ship in the game that causes the cube to bump is another full-size board cube. Oh, and it looks cool. Never underestimate that. With that said, though, there are plenty of disadvantages to this ship. One of the traditional strengths of the Borg is their ability to stay out of an opponent's firing arc. Good luck doing that with this thing. Plus, while it's good with tight maneuvers once it gets to a certain point, actually fitting the cube at that point where it needs to go without flying it onto an obstacle or straight off the board can be a problem. The other major disadvantage is, since this ship costs 52 points, you can only add 8 points worth of cards to it. Finally, the model does look amazing, but it is impossible to move around the board easily. Trust me, it is impossible. Expect a number of your matches to go longer than you expect because of all the time spent fooling around with the darn thing. If it didn't look so cool, I'd tell you to just take the model off. But it looks really cool, so obviously we can't have that. Cube 384 is the Borg cube that Starfleet fights in the battle of Sector 001, the fight that opens the movie First Contact, which is my personal favorite Star Trek film. It's quickly destroyed once Picard and the Enterprise E enter the fight, but until then it's plowing through Starfleet ships like a blowtorch through butter. The only competitive pedigree the cube class has is, well, with me. I ran it yesterday, in the unofficial Southwest Regional Championship, and took it all the way to the finals. I did lose at the end, but I firmly believe that a more skilled player, more suited to the rigors of extended tournament play, could have won the whole thing. It's the build from yesterday that I want to revise, both to make it slightly better, and to make it slightly more accessible to players without access to expensive or rare prize cards. The first card on any Cube 384 build has to be the Borg Support Vehicle Dock, a zero-point Borg upgrade. Its rules text and that of the accompanying Borg Support Vehicle token is far too long to get into here. I'm not even going to bother trying to fit it all into a 10-15 to minute episode. But essentially what it does is hide one of your ships inside the Cube, similar to a Dock Shuttle. You won't be able to launch that ship until either the cube itself is destroyed or you take an action while the cube's shields are down but the trade-off is that the dock ship is discounted by 10 whole points 15 if it's a sphere we'll be taking advantage of that to bring along sphere 936 which as a support vessel along with expanding the options of how it can be deployed causes one of its upgrades to have its cost reduced by two we'll take advantage of that to throw on Brunt, a one-point mirror crew, who says, at the start of the end phase, you may discard this card to target an enemy ship at range 1 to 3. Place an auxiliary power token beside that ship. It's not that he's particularly synergistic with the build, I just happen to think that he's the best available upgrade that would have its cost eliminated by 936's ability. Going back to cube 384, however, we still have 8 points to play with, but we're only going to spend 6 of them those points will go towards the Borg Queen, specifically the version that comes with Tactical Cube 138. This specific Borg Queen is a six point Borg Captain that reads, at the start of the game, place eight drone tokens on this card. Once per round, you may discard one drone token to perform one action from your ship's action bar as a free action. If another Borg ship is in your fleet when this ship is destroyed, you may replace that ship's captain card with this card. If you do so, discard that Captain card and all Drone tokens from both cards, then place 8 Drone tokens on this card. You may remember from past episodes of the show that we can stack death triggers in whatever order we like. Well, what we're going to do is this. When the cube is destroyed, we'll first launch the Borg Sphere and then activate the Queen's ability to transfer her onto it. By doing so, we've in essence spent 6 points to get 2 copies of her. And your opponent doesn't get the points for the copy on 384. Another way of thinking of it is that the opponent finally gets through all the hard work of fighting through the cube's 20 durability only for another 14 points of durability to pop out with the same six attack dice at eight captain skill. This ship is also completely immune to ganking simply because it doesn't have any upgrades worth any points. The Borg Support Vehicle Dock is zero points, and discarding it doesn't stop you from popping out the docked ship when it's destroyed. That goes on the tokens text, which is placed on the sphere at the start of the game. And the best thing about all of this planning? For both ships together, the total cost is only 83 points thanks to the various discounts, leaving you 47 whole points to play with. That's enough for an entire other ship and even a cheap resource on top of that. I leave that aspect of the fleet to you, but today's final build and all of its four card glory looks like this. Cube 384 for 52 points, with the Borg Queen from Tactical Cube with six points for a total of 58 points on that ship. The Sphere 936 at 25 points with the Support Vehicle Dock discount. Brunt at zero points from the Sphere 936 discount for a total of 25 points. And 83 points between the two ships. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed playing with the cube yesterday. Piloting this fleet is a lot of fun. If you did, please take the time to leave a kind review on iTunes. I hope to see you next time and to see a lot more big board cubes played in the future, but for now, stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station.